Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Drop-In Morning Show, where you are uh, hanging out with us, the Teach Better team. We are live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have a brand new guest this morning. It is Tuesday, November 16th, so we're going to get into our brainstorm bank, bring into our theme this week, bring into holidays and good news and everything in between. So please... Go fill up your coffee, get ready for our show this morning. Feel free to share your good morning messages in the chat, and we'll be right back. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Drop-In Morning Show. We are thrilled that you are here with us, whether you are streaming live with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, or even just joining after the fact by listening over on Teach Better Talk podcast. We have a brand new face to our Teach Better community today, and I cannot wait for you to hear this story. So would you mind introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do? So my name is Efraim Martinez. And artistically, I go by Dr. Efraim Martinez. I am the principal of Northwood Middle School in Highland Park, a beauty, a gem of a school. Every day I come into this building, I get so inspired to serve. And I am also a, and what should I have said first, right? Uh, a, but you can tell how inspired I am to serve today. Um, I am a father, I have two children, beautiful, a high schooler, a middle schooler, which makes this position as a middle school principal even more meaningful. I am a husband. My wife is a art teacher and she inspires minds every day and she's the absolute best mother ever. Mm-hmm. I am a podcaster. And um, I am into, uh, I'm a writer and geeky stuff. And uh, I'm all about um, trying to make everything I can do to improve this world. Oh, I I can already tell you, friends, just from that, don't you know this is going to be a great conversation? <laughs> Thank you. I, I, you know what? I've been meaning, I've been eager to talk to you because you're in Highland Park. I grew up in Glenview. You are very close to, I know that community quite well. I know the middle school that you're a principal quite well. Um, have you been in that position long? What inspired you to be a middle school principal? That's a great question. Um, uh, Northwood is a, is a beautiful uh, school in Highland Park. And we have students that come from different communities, including Highwood. Um, I was a principal for six years in a school where we teach students that when you do good things, good things happen. Orozco Academy, I was the proud principal for six years. And um, it was such a great journey. My first two years though, oof, I was defeated over and over. Um, I thought I was doing the right thing, uh, but I, I wasn't in many things. Uh, one of the things, for example, that first year principal should know is that when you go and start in a school, don't do what I did. Change the whole entire handbook without consulting anyone. I thought it was the right thing. We did it in grad school, uh, but absolutely not. Uh, we need to listen to the people that we serve. 
And then uh, um, I learned a few tricks and experiences and advisors and mentors and things got better. And um, I was there for six years. And until I call him the voice of reason, Dr. Mike Lubelfeld called me and said, uh, uh, we would like you to bring your art to Northwood Middle School. And oof, that really uh, uh, touched my heart. And um, I came, explored the place, you know, I was a pre-K to eighth grade principal for six years. So becoming a middle school principal was like, in many ways, giving up part of your heart because you love to serve the, the three-year-olds as, as much as you like to serve the 13 and the 14-year-olds, right? But when I came here, I saw that Northwood has the dilemma of the 21st century of finding equitable access for education for every child. And when I came into the building, it had this quote, like literally on the wall that said, be the change you wish, you wish to see in the world. Like in stairs, like, like go up those stairs to find that and be that change. And to be able to lead a place of learning like that, oof, it really opened up my heart and I made that decision. Oh, I love that quote. And it's something that truly all of us can choose to live by, right? Be the change you hope to see in the world. Such a powerful, empowering message. And what a great message to be sharing with your students, regardless of the grade level, but especially in middle school. I'm such a middle school lover. I love that you made this difficult decision to go to middle school. I can only imagine bringing your passion, bringing your love for education, for empowering and inspiring others has been able to allow you to be a successful leader there. I will tell you, I have talked to so many administrators over the course of, of the year that are, you know, grappling with so many different things this year. I, I mean, as so many educators know, whether you are physically in the classroom or, or leading a classroom or leading a building, it's it's been quite a year. But your reflection of walking into a new space and immediately changing something and your suggestion on not doing that and wanting to ensure that you are listening to your community, getting to know the people that you work with before you make change is a really challenging concept that, that I know a lot of educators have learned the hard way. Not walking in and immediately wanting to change something is is difficult. Have you, you know, taken that advice and and really focused on being a listener before a leader of change? I can only imagine that's so hard for somebody as passionate as you are. Absolutely. And you know, uh, when I went to grad school and, and got my certification, I'm sure the, the, the professors meant well, right? Like there's this formula that you bring, uh, but perhaps I didn't pay attention because my mind is a like a little bird. Um, but it never crossed my mind that as the principal, I had to ask people, right? And, and I really wanted to serve and make a difference, right? And then I will tell a teacher, but students come first. And that well-intended advice, nobody taught me how to empathize and think, how is the person that I'm trying to uplift going to get this message? Because this message, when you really think through empathy lenses, comes across as, I care for students and you don't. And when you 
hurt someone's uh, state of being, nothing is positive that is conducive for students. So I really uh, fine tune. Um, I enrolled in the local uh, university in a doctoral program. And, you know, having children, leading a school, failing terribly and enrolling in a doctoral program. But it was the best way for me to, to say, okay, I need to find something. So I heard a, a, a professor in the first class. I was late as usual. And he said, emotional intelligence is the sine qua non of leadership. And let me tell you, <laughs> like a Jerry Maguire moment, he got me a sine qua non. And I said, I'm going to study what emotional intelligence is. And that's where it conduced me to realize, yikes, there's so many things I can improve. Oh, my goodness. I, I do have to say, you know, the Daily Drop-In Show, we do this every single morning, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern. We started back in 2020. Now we're here with this kind of new launch of 2021 school year, striving to have great discussion, bring new faces to the Teach Better community, and and foster not only you know discussion around themes, but but really just discussion around being a strong educator. Your passion just oozes out of you. I love having somebody on who is eager and and willing to share and collaborate and and talk shop and it just makes so much sense that you have a podcast. Like even just hearing you, I know you've only been live for nine minutes. I'm thinking through, I could listen to your thoughts, your advice, your, your, just even the tone of your voice all day long. Will you please tell us about the podcast? I'm so eager to hear about how this project got started and what your mission is in bringing your ideas to other educators. Thank you so much. Um, you know, um, I am, I, I went to this, uh, I enrolled in this uh, program or applied to be in this like uh, Twitter uh, world um, international group of principals all over the United States, Canada and Spain. Um, and I got in and uh, the host, Mr. Adam Welcome and Rachel George um, and say the first thing they say, so we are here to help you um, get to where you want to be and the, i'm such a nerd the first person who raises their hand is me oh so i feel like i want to do a podcast because i feel and they said do it like that boom so the next day i just came up with it uh and i already knew what i wanted to do i just i guess i didn't give myself permission to do it and this Strangers had to go and say, hey, go do it. You have an idea, go share it. You had to start somewhere. And um, I started this idea of, I usually will go to professional learning events and not always be completely satisfied because I was looking for something that nobody was talking about, at least in the places that I had access to. So yeah, I figured, let me start shadowing principles that I admire to understand what the heck they do that I am not doing. So I visited for throughout the years, I visited two, three, four principles a year for a whole entire day, shadowing them. And I, I learned how they talked to their teachers, how they put their eyes, how they focus on them, how they found how that personal touch with students and why the community loved them 
and I started finding the wisdom that I was looking for. One of them, Charles Anderson. I go into his office and I see a pair of red Pope-like shoes. And I said, like, why do you have the Pope shoes? And he said, because sometimes you have to walk here like you're at the Pope. And that really impacted me because like he didn't mean it like, oh, everybody had to respect me. No, it's just you have so much a wide variety of minds to inspire and engage every day. And you have to think of so many things that you had to wear those weird red uh, mythological shoes to say, hey, I know I'm going to fail, but I'm going to try every day. And that like it illuminated my brain and I said, I need to start asking people, what is that they do? What is the side B of their life? Remember those LPs? The side B usually had the songs that marketing gurus did not allow us to hear. But the perhaps the most meaningful touching songs were in the side B. So I wanted to find out the side B so I can better serve my community. And it kicked up from me saying whatever was in my mind to interviewing luminary figures who are changing this world. And we need to hear from them on how the heck do they do this glorious work and still have amazing lives. Oh my goodness. You know, I think there are so many people, even those in the Teach Better community, that have been inspired and encouraged and pushed to start a podcast because of Rachel George and Adam Welcome. They are good friends of our Teach Better community. And it, it's so funny to me to be interviewing, um, a, you know, obviously a new friend to the Teach Better community that has, you know, connections. You know, all of us are so connected. If you choose to be a connected educator, it's always wonderful to see who you kind of have friends in common who's empowered you to do things in your world. And and we always love to give a shout out to Rachel George and Adam Welcome doing wonderful things individually in their careers and then also in that great partnership. So that is so funny that that was your your push, your your like you said, your final piece of permission to say, no, go share your voice, go ask the questions, go connect with more people. Um, what is the name of the podcast? Because I know that so many of us here that are live love listening to podcasts. But also, this becomes a podcast episode over on Teach Better Talk podcast. So if you're listening right now on wherever you prefer to stream your podcast, they can go and specifically type this in right as they're listening and go make sure they subscribe, rate, and review. So would you mind sharing the title? Yes. So um, when you create this free podcast, Nothing Fancy, um, immediately I went to the principal podcast or the emotional intelligent principal. And, and then I started thinking... But if I truly want to make improvements in the world, I need to learn from people beyond the principal office. And also I need to be able to inspire my children and my students and they don't care what principals think. So I figure what I was really trying to pursue, what was the purpose of this podcast was to find wisdom and productivity from the luminary figures. So that's how I called it, Wisdom and Productivity. Oh, I love that title. It is a very 
specific title in, I feel like that you know that you're going to get really good insights out of it. But you're right. It really opens so many doors to go and learn as a student, as a classroom teacher, as an instructional coach, as a principal, as a superintendent, as anything in between. So that is wonderful. Please go subscribe, rate, and review. You guys know that especially with podcasts, I know that we're currently streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, but specifically for podcasts, the the way that new podcasts reach new listeners is by choosing to not only click that subscribe button, but actually rating and reviewing, even if it just takes 30 seconds of your of your time today, allows other listeners to connect with that content. So please go make sure you do that, not only for the podcast that you appreciate and love, but for any podcast that you are choosing to support um, in general. So wonderful. We have a lot of people this morning already sharing their good morning messages and talking about how that is such a powerful title for the podcast. You know, we are going to be right back. We're going to transition here. It is Tuesday morning, so we're going to head into our brainstorm bank to start off our conversation today around our new theme. So feel free to post any questions that you need in the chat. We will do our best to get to them in addition to talking about some creative ways to uh, end your month strong. So we'll be right Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Daily Drop-In Show. We are in our Brainstorm Bank segment, and so many of you know that this is an intentional time where we choose to sit back and just open up and say, hey, friends, do you need anything? There's a lot of insight we're going to be able to share. We have our weekly theme that we're going to get into. In a little bit, we'll get to our good news article and the holidays for the day. But more than anything, we want you to know that the Teach Better team is here to not only support you in professional development areas like instructional practices, but truly just be here to brainstorm with you so that you always know that you are not in a state on an island. You are not teaching on an island. You have partners that are eager to be here. We can't promise that we have all the answers for you, but we absolutely would love to be a brainstorm partner with you. So feel free to post any questions you have in the chat. I know Brad Hughes wants to know a little bit more about your podcast and wants to know if it's in English or Spanish or anything in between. So would you mind sharing that insight? Absolutely. So um, I am always, I will always be an English learner. And um, I sometimes tweet and there's a typo and there's a terrible typo. And I'm thinking, oh, I was thinking something else. I, I have done them in English, sprinkled with some Spanish. Uh, but it's absolutely, um, and, uh, and that's the thing that is so authentic, it's not planned, is um, um, the true authentic thoughts that come out uh, through our conscious or subconscious and formalizing them in a way. In English, I find it a, a great practice uh, because most of the time uh, that I'm trying to influence people, I'm using uh, my second language. Mm, I love that you sprinkle in, though, a, a, a variety. I, I find that to be such a wonderful way to listen to podcasts. I love when I'm listening to a podcast, especially a guest that I you know, really have bought into, that I really enjoy and respect. And then you get a little bit of not only educational insight, but cultural insights and different languages being used and everything in between. So 
What an outstanding uh, question, Brad. Thank you for jumping in. You know, Brad is actually live with us every single Friday on the Daily Drop-In. So I have a feeling that he's going to bring this up as as one of his favorite episodes this week. So I'm just waiting for you, Brad. It'll be, it'll be good discussion there over on Friday. You know, our theme this week is all about getting people excited about creativity. And we're going to get to some questions. I love that there are some questions in the chat being asked. Please continue to pour those in. That's why we're here, whether it be questions about us or just questions that you are currently brainstorming in your classroom, in your school building. Before we get into all that, um, you very clearly are so eager to learn and passionate about learning from others, sharing with others. And our theme this week is really focused around ensuring that we end the month strong. I mean, we kind of phrased it like bringing creativity to the end of the month, but really it's about especially those in the U.S., you know, we have a few weeks left and then the end of the month is here and we're already going to hit December and then we get into our winter break celebrations. What are your suggestions for educators, whether they be, you know, really tactile suggestions or just things to consider? How do we ensure that we end this semester, this, this month strong by bringing some creativity into our classrooms? So <clears throat> there's this metaphor that before you are able to change the world, you need to clean your room, okay? So we need to clean our actions of the year via reflection in whatever way is conducive. Some people journal, some people paint, some people write. Um, we need to explore what went well, the glows of the year, and not what went bad. Like remove that word because the words that we use for ourselves matter. Mm -hmm. Think about the things that you can improve on mm -hmm. and then do a, uh, what is that called? Um, uh, where you put pictures throughout the things that you want like to, a vision, a vision board. board. Yeah. Do a vision board. But before you get the pictures, make a list of the things you want to accomplish in your personal life, in your professional life, things that you want to do for fun, books that you want to read, people that you want to say you love, tell them you love them. And then create a vision board and put it somewhere in your house where you see it every day. And you will see how your vision will become a reality because you are the author of your own story. Holy moly, what a phenomenal, and you did not prep this. So I feel like I'm a little thrown. I love this idea because your, your suggestion for our theme this week is really about first looking into what we want before you share with others. You know, you, you're, the concept of a vision board is something I've seen done with students in the classroom frequently, right? This is this is an activity that many educators can choose to do, ensuring that you do one for yourself before you then would share this opportunity with students really adds a very different moment of reflection there. Can you speak to that a little bit more? Absolutely. So uh, before uh, I, I, I did this research for my dissertation, I I was leaving my school building between 11 and 12 at midnight, four to five days a week, thinking that the harder I worked, the better the results. And then with reflection and time, I learned that the smarter you work, 
the smoother the results. Because it's never going to be a golden era where everything is perfect, right? So if we come to work every day driving, I hope today there's no issues with our hands in the steering wheel or thinking our music. You know, when you drive to work, don't do work. Listen to a podcast, listen to music, do you. Because when you are at work, it's showtime and those students need you. And nobody told us that we will have to reinvent the educational system with no preparation for that. But we are the pioneers of this new century. And for that reason, we need to start with ourselves, know thyself, so we can then acknowledge where are our glows and grows and then be able to empathize because people, we are all in this sea of emotions and some are not able to be at their best self when serving students, but they are still serving students and we need to uplift them as much as we can because when you put a, if you if you don't, you put a teacher down then it's even worse for students. Mm. There is so much insight being shared today, and I want to dive into this further, but I will tell you, we have so many questions in the chat that we're going to pause this conversation, hopefully be able to come back to it, because I want to make sure we also engage with those educators that are choosing to be live with us this morning and ask questions. Um, there are a lot of different the questions here dealing with a lot of different ideas. So I'm excited to dive into this. Our first question that we're going to start with this morning being shared over on Facebook says, how do I encourage my middle schoolers to keep going with our classroom podcast? Is she sharing that they lost interest once they got started? So you know, I assume this is an educator who started a podcast within their student classroom, which is such a wonderful idea. We see this all the time. And now she feels like the interest in keeping this podcast going is diminishing. So any suggestions on how to kind of re-inspire, re-empower students to be sharing their voice in this medium? So uh, first of all, I think that is a very innovative way to try to engage students. But anyone that serves students or have children knows that one likes the egg on top of the rice and the other one doesn't like the egg or the egg on the side. And we are competing with a massive monster called a iPhone, cell phone, Android, fill in the blank. That is capturing the attention of both adults and children and in the developing mind of a middle school student, their attention span is not going to be in podcasts because they are not ready to listen yet. Mm. They are ready to be engaged via the same methods that come from the phone. So let's use what the marketers use, that they know what we like, the product we consume, by getting into meaningful, authentic relationship with our students, and then gather that information to truly engage wisdom and productivity through their vision lenses that right now look like a little square, plastic square. You know, it's interesting. There are so many different kind of approaches. I, I love your focus on the fact that, you know, students are constantly looking for that next thing. They're using their phones frequently. 
I would encourage you to consider something similar to kind of what we're doing right now in Daily Drop-In. I mean, we, not to go back in time, but we started as a podcast. Teach Better Talk podcast had almost 300 episodes. We only did podcasts. And then as we developed, a lot of our network, all of you included, said, wait, we want video. Okay, then we started posting them on YouTube. And the first 15 minutes had a video alongside it. And then the rest of it, we got the rest of the podcast. And then as we continue to go was, no, we want more video because video is driving the world right now. So yeah. what we do now is we record live. Like you're currently with us right now via video. You get to see us. You get to hear us. We get to wave our arms and put things on screen. And then we just strip the audio and make it a podcast episode for those of you who like to listen there after the fact over on Teach Better Talk podcast. So I wonder if incorporating video would re-inspire students to have a different eagerness, a different empowerment to continue the work that was being done in these podcasts, because then you can still continue with the podcast, but maybe also start a YouTube channel or also create a video option. I don't know if that would be helpful, but it's a, it's a strategy that at least you could have the discussion with students to see what they're most interested in. I, I love it. I mean, until right now, uh, this uh, opportunity, uh, by the way, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. I, I am. I am. Uh, my family is like all excited last night. Oh, dad, you got this. Um, um, I do my podcast through uh, the Zoom and we see each other so we can be human. But I agree with you. Like if people get to see that, too. Um, uh, you can inspire so many modalities and so many people in different ways. Yeah, I love that. So good. So good luck. I hope you keep us updated on how that goes. Our next question here is from Lori. She's talking about mental health, which I so value that this is something that you choose to focus on. We need more sound educators to share those tactical and strategic tips and tricks for us to be better in this area. She's saying here, how can we promote more mental health for teachers and students? And this is a really interesting question, Lori. We were talking about this recently as we were planning our 12-hour live event that will hopefully be announced soon when that will be. Um, but Lori, this concept of mental health is not only so important, but promotion of it seems to be in, in the majority, but it doesn't become like tactical and strategic for educators to actually make those concepts happen. So I'm so eager to hear your thoughts on how we can bring mental health in a in a better form to our teachers and our students. Any suggestions there? So first of all, uh, uh, thank you, Lori, for that, uh, Lorianne, for that question. Uh, we should all give ourselves a pat in the back that we are talking about this, even talking about it, because there's no better way to educate people that indirectly. Mm -hmm. If we go and tell people, hey, take care of your mental health, the message might come across as, what, do you think I have a problem? Don't you have, and it becomes a conflict and you have to understand as a leader, as a teacher, as an educator, as a servant, that you need to do tango. Mm -hmm. So you must ensure that all your approach is always thought through the lenses of how the other person is going to receive the message, especially if you want to serve students. Mm. So the best way of mental health is talking about it, saying, you know what? Like the other day, I my daughter got sick and, um, and you have to go and get a COVID test. Yeah. So my wife says, you know what? 
I have this important lesson to do in school and I'm not going to take a day off. And I say, okay, I have benefit days too. And I took a sick day Ooh, for a principal. How so, dare you do that as a principal? Ryan, You're never supposed to take a sick day ever in your life. Absolutely. So I take my daughter and I guess because I am a, a creature of habit, I had not come and done my, my morning meditation and my reflection and, and I didn't do me. I just woke up and started hanging out with my daughter because I'm like, I want to be with my daughter. But, you know, depression is like a little thing that trickles and comes and it doesn't announce. And sometimes it comes in your best moments. And instead of me asking my daughter, are you feeling okay? She was telling me, Dad, are you okay? Because I was looking like a, like a, like a block. Because when I get depressed, my body just like inflames and I can't move and I get sad. So trying to take care of my daughter, I got depressed that day. So I had to take a second day. And then I shared the story with my staff because that happens to everybody. But because we don't talk about it, we glorify it. And no, when we talk about it, it goes with the wind. And it's not you. It's something that happens to you. You know, it's really interesting that your suggestion is to have these discussions, because when I think about somebody needing support in mental health, I'm thinking, give me the strategy, give me the to-do list, give me the, the five things I can do every single day to ensure that I stay mentally healthy to the best, you know, to, to bring my best to others. And I have, I don't know that I've ever had somebody just say, create space to talk about it. But I think those to-dos, those five things to do every morning is so different for everyone based on their own needs that if you're not discussing it, you won't find those pieces of what keeps you mentally stable. And so I, I so appreciate your suggestion that isn't, you know, a, a, a strategy that every single person should be doing but it's simply the opportunity to foster discussion so that people feel heard, feel in community, and then also can be reflective in what works best for them and give them permission to identify those things and put them into place. So phenomenal uh, suggestions there. I think that we've really been able to address not only the few questions we had here in the comments, but hopefully give everybody in our Teach Better community some moments to reflect on their own success in this area. I, so outstanding. Mm. Thank you. We're going to move into our good news articles and our holidays for today. So we'll be right back. Please stick with us. If you have any additional questions that you want to make sure we touch on, we will try and do that before the end of the show. But let's get into some celebrations. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Daily Drop-In. We have a lot of holidays and some good news stories to share. What's your stance on holidays? Are you a big celebration person? Is that kind of uh, something that you enjoy? Because we have some you know, goofy holidays this morning to celebrate. I am all about celebrations because you have one life. You have one life. Reflect about that and it might end at any second. And then nobody's it. in their deathbed saying, oh, you know what? 
when I went to work for 30 years, I should have had more fun. Because also when you are enjoying what you're doing, students are going to learn much, much more. So true. So true. I do want to give a shout out for those of you who have already picked your outfits this morning. It's 7.36 a.m. Eastern time, 6.36 Central and, you know, West Coast. It's too early for you. Go back to sleep. But I will tell you, it is National Button Day. So I encourage you all to try and find something, whether they be pants, a shirt, a jacket. Make sure that you are celebrating National Button Day. What a silly holiday. But you know, it says here, the button is a mean to fasten clothes together that was created in the 13th century in Germany. So we can tie in a little bit of history. We can not only talk about this opportunity to bond two things together via a button. I feel like this could be a good holiday for everybody to celebrate this morning. That sounds good. I sure have pants with a button. Yes, there we go. I also want to give a shout out. I'm not sure this is a holiday that we're supposed to want to celebrate, but I want to celebrate it, friends. And let's just agree right now. I feel like we have the power to do this. We're going to take all the calories out of what you're eating today because today is World Fast Food Day. So I'm not sure what fast food all of you prefer. We'd love to hear in the comments if you had no limitation, meaning um, your your location wouldn't stop you financially, wouldn't stop you. What fast food would you eat today? I know a lot of uh, educators travel around the U.S., especially you know North America, around the world. If there's a specific fast food that you enjoy that isn't in your community, but you were able to have it today, we'd love to hear about what you would eat on World Fast Food Day. Do you have a fast food order that you would absolutely go eat this morning? Absolutely. In the in the uh, movie theater in my brain, I imagine opening my principal door and stepping out into a New York style, style pizza in New York and Ooh. picking a couple of those slices and just like bending them and just eating them one by one. I love that. Yeah. I, you know what? Fast food's always fascinating because I think that fast food can kind of be any food that you can eat quickly, right? It can be something that you have to walk in, you go to a counter and you grab it or something with a drive-through, maybe more traditional like a McDonald's. I, you know, I think between French fries would be my go-to. No matter where I was, I'd want to have French fries. So I think today we're going to need to Which go- Which ones are your favorite? Oh, that is such a hard question. How dare you ask me that live? There has to be one that comes pops up first. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I feel like a traditional French fry is always good. So like, you know, there's no topping a McDonald's French fry, but Arby's curly fries are hard mm. to say no to. And I feel like Lori is now breaking all of the rules because Lori is saying that Chipotle is fast food. Is Chipotle fast food? Because now I feel like I'm changing my opinion. I would totally eat Chipotle today. I might need to put that on my to-do list. Is Chipotle fast food? It, it could be. I think it was in Oprah too. <laughs> it's for sure uh, fast food. You know what? I think, I don't know what the rules are for fast food, but if Chipotle is fast food, then that's what I'm eating this afternoon. I'm making a promise to our community. I will share it over on Twitter and my Instagram and Facebook that I will be eating some fast food today if that works. But we encourage you all, don't worry about the grease. Don't worry about the calories. Go and juice, enjoy some fast food today. We also want to give a special shout out to an incredible educator that we are celebrating on our good news story this morning. This is over um, on our today.com with the Today Show. They recently highlighted 
um, an incredible educator that won a million dollars. And if you have not um, seen this story, please go watch the video. There's so many different celebration videos for this educator. And as so many of you know, um, I'm a huge advocate for teachers earning the respect that they need in this profession. And one of the first steps I talk about all the time is sharing the work that you're doing and sharing the work of other educators. So in this story, it says there is a high school English teacher that received a million dollars in an education award. This is an educator over in Maryland. And what I love about this story, I encourage you to share it with your students. She is, um, she grew up in Jamaica. She's an incredible educator that then traveled to the U.S., now lives in the U.S. and works with um, English language learners. She's an educator that is constantly doing so many different things to support her small little community over in Maryland. Um, and she applied for this world international award and um, was a very, very, very proud winner. So out of all these educators internationally renowned, she was the winner of this million dollar prize over in Maryland, a U.S. citizen and an incredible educator doing things to support all different types of learners in her classroom. So please go check out that incredible news article uh, later today. We love celebrating educators around the world doing incredible things, but especially those in the U.S. give a special shout out. So, so awesome. incredible. Great gratefulness. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you have an educator that you want to shout out and celebrate, whether it's for a million dollar award or just as a fun little shout out, please let us know. We love to celebrate educators, not only within the Teach Better community, but truly just around the globe to continue to celebrate all the work being done by, by teachers. Um, I want to encourage you all to go check out um, the, the podcast that we've been able to suggest today and also all the work being done um, to continue to grow your network as, as a connected educator. I know we, you know, connected via Twitter, um, but that's the power of social media is just Absolutely. being able to connect with new people every single day to gain new insights and ideas. It is, uh, there's a quote, um, if it is hysterical, it is memorable. There's nothing more meaningful than meeting a Twitter friend and, and, uh, breaking the barrier of initial, oh, I, I'm going to act like I didn't see the person. But when you open up and you say, I follow you, and the other person says, I follow you too. Ah, it's a glorious moment that you never forget. Mm, I love that. We spent all week last week reflecting on a small little conference the Teach Better team was able to have in 2019. We have a, a new conference coming to our community in 2022. And our biggest joke is that yes, the sessions will be great. Yes, the keynotes will be amazing. Oh my gosh, you're gonna be so inspired and empowered. But actually we're all just excited to meet our Twitter friends in real life. Like that's really it. <laughs> so I love it. To close out our show, would you mind sharing again how people can stay connected to you? Not only the podcast, but also your Twitter handle and anything else. I'd love to make sure that everyone in our community continues to connect with the work that you're doing over in Highland Park. So I think the big umbrella of where I share my message of doing what I can do to improve the world is via Twitter at eMartinezEDD. There's a link there for the podcast too, Wisdom and Productivity, and, and you can uh, Google me too. Uh, and I might be somewhere there. Um, but the, the, the message, the, the most important thing is that, you know, as... As educators, right, 
we must understand that we were um, prepared to do something else that is not what is in front of us. So it is okay to fail. It is okay to try. It is okay to ask. It is okay to admit that you also don't know exactly where you are going, but together we can be a lamp through that cavern of this new reality through the pandemic. And we are going to survive because of you. When you take care of yourself, you can take care of others. Mm, so powerful. Thank you so much for waking up bright and early to join us this morning. Thank you to everybody in our Teach Better community. Those of you who chose to join us live over at 7 a.m. Eastern, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, we appreciate you. We love your comments. We love when you're able to share our stream and participate in our discussion. That's what this is all about. The Daily Drop-In started back in March of 2020, truly to just be accessible and be here for you. And we continue that mission every single day. And for those listening over on Teach Better Talk podcast, thank you for all that you do by subscribing and rating and review all of the podcasts that all that you support to continue to promote the incredible work being done in the field of education and around the world. We hope that you have the most incredible Tuesday, friends. I don't know why, but I have a feeling about this one. It's November 16th. You are about to walk into some of the best moments of your week. So please take in the day, enjoy it. And I hope that you continue to connect with all of us over here on Daily Drop-In. We'll be live again tomorrow morning, but do not forget it is Tuesday. So those of you who participate in our administrator mastermind, it happens twice a day on Tuesday. So we'll see you here in just a few hours for our AM session and our PM session. Remember that you can register for that over at teachbetter.com slash mastermind. And as you all know, there is a lot going on in the Teach Better team this week, and I'm not going to be able to list it all at the end of our show. New course coming out in our academy on Wednesday by the incredible Livia Chan and Carrie Pitstick. And of course, we have our free PD giveaway. We have the next two weeks open submissions. We are giving away 10 free professional development sessions with the Teach Better team. You can apply for that over at teachbetter.com slash free PD. 2021. Please let us know if you cannot find it and we'll get you the information. So thank you so much to all of you who join us. We hope that you have a wonderful day. We'll see you later, friends. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.